Yeah, so we're recording. Uh, so we just chat some wass. How you been? Obviously, Kenny's obviously. COVID. How COVID, guys? Come on. Stay away. Stay away. That is above love. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no love out here, but all. There's no love. No. Um, but yeah, caught COVID, yeah, on the pair, whatever. But I'm good though now. Come on, bounce I back. Finished, I finished it tomorrow, but obviously, it's all going to stay at yard. Um, so, you have the symptoms as well? Yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning it was high, I was like, in the beginning I was like, rah, I feel bad, like this is peak. The fever, had really bad migraines, like the, the ones that you can't even like turn the light, you can't even do on your phone, yeah, like, wow. like three days straight, felt dizzy, yeah. um, just generally very weak, very unwell, cough, um, but then I had that for like four days maybe straight, and then after that I just yeah gone. Just thought I feel that much better, and then now I'm just basically just staying at home really because staying yeah. in my room because it's like you know I've got long out. But I definitely want to be able to go outside and take a walk. You know, yeah, man. Get my heart rate up and that because honestly, this is the thing. As much as much as they're saying to stay at home. Air is vital, man. Like when yeah. You yeah, trust God. It, no, feels, it feels good. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, lot? How you been? How you been? Everything. Yeah. Yeah, man. All good up here, man. Everyone's well. Everyone's well. Everyone's growing. Yeah, growing. Um, eating up, eating up, eating up the food in the fridge. Oh, Pascal. Really eating food Christmas in the fridge. Two, yeah, two Did Santa well. come? Did Santa come? I don't know how you got to do it. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, he came. Black Santa. Came. Come on, look at him. We left out some mince pie and milk and Jeez. carrots. That's a much oh. like it. Jeez. Did you Who is it? Did I get? What about if Santa was a rascal? Come on. <laughs> Rasta Santa. Listen. All is welcome, man. There's no dis- discrimination here. Jeez. All is welcome. Love that. Love you know he's a dad, man. So you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Yeah, you have to be dad. open, man. Literally. But that's good, man. I'm happy you had a good time with the kids and the family. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's all good, man. What about you, Dom? What are you saying? Not much, man. Just chilling, man. I was enjoying. Well, I was just living oh. alone. Things late, bro. Man was just woke up when I wanted. Wow! Man jumped on. Um, man jumped on. Um, Call of Duty with a man name. Get me? Yeah. Headset. It's like I'm in the group still, but then when I turn it off, I'm free. Did you cook anything? You mean like, different? Yeah. Different? No, no. But right. Oh, punching your face! You know? <laughs> go go <laughs> because we're isolating. I can't get you, bro. I'm touch you. Bro. <laughs> I'm scared. Up. You have to change. You have to change. No, 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 no. Relax, relax, relax. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Relax. Yeah. I let you. I let you go. Go out like that. Yeah, yeah. You're only a nun from me. You're representing the family, man. Come on. Just remember. I remember Kenny's next birthday's written off already. Just know that. Come on, come on, March gone. Finish, finish. You may as well. I know where you live. I'll make sure. 
You may as well, yeah. <laughs> just start thinking what you're doing on your own. You could do a little solitaire. We need to play like online chess. But just know. Hey, listen, you can do, you can do physical chess. You can just oh, play no. both sides of the of, Oh, of no, the play against yourself. So you, can, yeah. you can play yourself. I'm guaranteed to win, G. 100%. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look at listen, the positives. It's mathematically like correct. In lockdown, in March. Like, like a proper tier five or like a tier three. Wow, this it's interesting. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. It, all I know is there's going to be a new norm. So wherever right. that is, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm. And it, it, it's all in how they, you know, phrase it, title it, whatever. I don't know. Man, I don't know. In order to be okay by March, yeah, they have to do shit they've never done. That means exactly. none of this lingering because they're still debating whether or not people go back to uni. If people go back to uni, back. this Jeez. is. Really Mm. How many unis are in London? How many people, how many students go yeah, to yeah. London? Yeah. And they will yeah. be waiting for Christmas in the years. Mm. They're going to be finished. <laughs> London's going to be finished. But it's the same as school, though. Same as school. Like, yeah. there's some boroughs. I think um, Camden, borough of Camden, mm. they're like, nah, they're not going in or something like that. But then Islam, oh, which is right next to it, is like, yeah, they are. And it's well, like, apparently, the government is just okay. about to announce they're going to close primaries, but secondaries, yeah, at the moment, there's no. Um, uh, there's yeah, no, yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't get, yeah. I don't get the, the, the persistence. That's what. Uh, it's just because they don't want um, they don't want parents to have to stay home, innit? They want people to go into the office and spend money in prep and them things. But. Mm. Uh, forget about prep. Money still has to be made. This is the thing. Yeah, but that's because they got everyone set up to be doing these service jobs, bro. Prep and them things. Because yeah, all the yeah, other yeah, man, they can work from home. All these people that are doing mm. other jobs, it's just the people that are in the service industry yeah. that can't work from home because obviously it's a service. But they force so many people. Like, like we've been saying it for years. I think we said it on the pod a while ago. Bear man are are fully grown. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, but they're fully grown working in the service industry. They're supporting their kids off this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's, it, yeah. it's not like it was supposed to be a joke role in it. Like service industry was something you did as a young person going through uni or whatever. Right. But now there's people with mortgages and that that are working in Tesco or, or doing whatever. Yeah, yeah, trust. You can't yeah. just stop that now. It's not like you're just dealing with kids. You're dealing with fully grown voting adults. Mm. They have to try and they have to try and do something because. Can I hear the alarm? A little bit. Yeah, I think it's not that deep. Because get to ten minute mark, we'll lock after ding. We're at seven. Oh. Come on, it's the B. Hold on, if I'm muting, they deal with that. You can't. Her house burning down and that. Come on. Not even. Dominic, your mouth will be up. Um, <laughs> where the alarm is, is right next to the kitchen. So I think wherever my mom's cooking, if someone comes in, we'll oh, sell. Jeez. Yeah. In that pepper. Jeez, hot pepper soup. Pepper. I, think she, I think she was making some, um, what do you call it? Some fish. Some tilapia fish. Okay. Hey, Kenny, I was going to ask you, mm. can, can your mum make papa? What's that? Uh, you say what's that? <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> what's that? Come on, tell her. Papa. I don't know either. It's Not like, um, it's Papa. like, uh, yeah. How do you spell that? Papa. P-A-P-A. No, 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 no. P-U-F-F. P-U-F-F. Oh, Puffer. Oh, like Puffer. Fish. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant Papa. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. That. I thought you said Papa as well. Like any daddy. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an African thing worldwide. What is it? Of course, Explain yeah, no, because now the reason why I'm asking, 
is my my sister in law is um from Congo, isn't it? And oh, is she? Can, yeah, her people can 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 make it good. So I was just saying. Nah, no, um, everyone can make it. Who chose his wife? All oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah she's yeah. Congolese. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, um, yeah it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's kind of an African thing, to be honest. But yeah, it's a normal thing. What is, is that it? Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. It's, 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 it's basically, it's, it's, imagine like a fried dumpling, but a, a, a softer version and sweet. Oh, okay. Basically. A bit like festival. You, yeah. You're not not, not it, quite festival. No, it's, so it's, it's round like the fried, like the normal oh, fried okay, dumpling, yeah, yeah. not the festival. Yeah. But yeah. then it's just so Okay, yeah, yeah, man, it's good. The only reason I'm saying because Congolese one seems to be banging, like the Nigerian one and the Ghanaian one. I'm not really rating. Oh, there's a difference. Yeah, well, I guess I guess they are. I guess they are. I think it's all in how it's made. I think I'm not. I'm not really, you know. I don't really know too much about how it's made, but... You guys make it? I don't, you know. I don't. I don't. Um, no, I don't, you know. Like, n- no one... Okay. No one that I know makes it apart from nice my, my sister-in-law's uh, family. And that that's just like, I don't know if that's like the Congolese way or just the way that they do it or... You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. Um, I think... I mean, I go for, I can only speak for what I see my mum makes, how I make it, or how mm. I make it. Um, but essentially, it would just be flour, yeast, water. Again, these, some, some certain things will vary. People might add a bit of milk, or this or that, but water, uh, vanilla essence, um, sometimes ginger, like a bit of ginger, like a little pinch, give it a bit of like a little, little flavour. And that's it, you know, and sugar, and then just beat that, let it rise a little bit, mm. and then when it gets a bit, when the dough rises and it's like proper fluffy, it's liquid when you when you're pulling it, it's like kind of like a thick liquid, and then you start. To yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Some people will just put sugar, water, flour. Some people add extras, um, but mm. I know standards will always be vanilla essence, flour, sugar. Mm. And Sometimes my mum might add an egg in there, like it depends. Jeez, is it? Okay. Yeah, it depends, yeah. I always think they're the same, to be honest. I don't think I've ever... Yeah, I think I've had some puff off from an idea. I don't even know, you know. Now that you speak, now that you actually mention it, maybe not. Yeah, it, the, the thing is, I think that there is a distinct difference in just how it's made, obviously. It's a culture thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. same with jollof, jollof rice. Mm. The Ghanaian way is different from, from, from the Nigerian. But I've heard this... Is that the, the rice that they use as well that's different? Or... Mm. Um, the never-ending debate. It's mad. It's, it's interesting, you know. I think, yeah, definitely, like, the, the type of rice makes a huge difference. But then I think, generally, a lot of people use long grain um, rice. Um, so whether that's like a worldwide known thing or just something that Nigerians or Ghanaians do, I'm not even too sure. But long grain as opposed to a, like basmati. Uh, yeah, like as opposed to basmati, or as opposed to um, um, I guess um, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, and obviously, like some people put meat in it, some people just leave it like that, or 
Have you had Pilofas from Senegal? Because you know they add best supplements, isn't it? Doesn't it originate from somewhere like that? Well, it doesn't originate yeah, from yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I heard. Like Senegal or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they add, um, if you go to France, mm-hmm. and, and you go to like a Senegalese restaurant or something, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> Why is that wrong? Look at the rage. Look at the instant rage. Come on. Sorry, man. It's, it's really irritating. It's really irritating. Because it's so loud and it's upstairs. And I'm downstairs. That's why I'm annoyed. Um, yeah, if, if, like when I went to... I, when I would go to Paris or France, mm. go to like a Senegalese restaurant. Uh, I really like their food. Their food's banging, but their jollof rice is different. They add like like stuff in it, like veg. Sometimes they add like different meats, mixed of meats. They mm. really add a lot of stuff. I think it's nice. Yeah, I think it's equally as nice. You know, I think it's just mm. so used to Nigerian. You see someone doing all that, you can be like, nah, he's wrong. Well, we should yeah. do that. You know, we should make a pack huh? from now. Yeah, that. If or if and when restrictions are lifted, we should do um mm. we should do some stuff as a group, like go to like black restaurants and just try. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try these these 100%. cuisines because never have I thought yeah. to go for like Sudanese food or Senegalese food mm. or Congolese food, but or Ethiopian or even food, like Ethiopian. Yeah, like, yeah. I've heard because there was an Ethiopian yeah. shop at the end of my road, didn't it? Fortes Road. And yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I lived there how long? Never went. It's been there for time as well. So like, we should be doing these kind of things, man. Now is the time. Yeah, 100%. So, no, yeah, definitely, we should man. make a pact 2021. Yeah, I'm down. Things, test it. I'm down, man. Because honestly, yeah, get done, any man. opportunity to go. Because mm. I haven't even gone. gone to like Nigerian stuff, like Nigerian stuff. Mm, what? That's oh. true, you know. And it should I be bare out here, bro, because there's loads of Nigerians No, they're, they're all there. They're be. all there. There's, yeah, there's one in like Swiss. Sure. The one in Swiss Court, or like uh, uh, Finchley Road, yeah. yeah. How far up? Past uh, uh, like, basically just before the, the Finchley and Frognal overground oh, yeah, station, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it called again? I know what it is. I know what it Inish. is. Um, Inish, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, it's, it's, it's nice, man. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've, I've had stuff from there. That was nice. Okay. Um, is it the Nigerian restaurant that's near um, Middlesex Uni? Is that a different one? Middlesex Uni. No, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that one, that one is, is like, probably the most known, like, because there's, there's, there's a chain, so there's one in Hendon, and yeah. there's one yeah, in, yeah. um, Old, um, Old Kent Road. Okay. Yeah, that um, one, I was, I was, but, uh, what is it called again? 507, I think, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. That one's banging, but it's expensive, so I'm not going to lie, it, it's just yeah. expensive. Um, yeah. There's loads on like Old Kent Road. Yeah, yeah, man. This even, is the thing um, in South. Yeah. South, they're it's different, better. man. It's different. Even after that um, show, remember when Kenny put on the show and you performed for him? Mm. So mm. He, all, all the men went to um, um, Somali, no? Yeah, the Somali restaurant. So our friend Ahmed. Oh, swear. Which one? He took us there. I don't know where it was. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head now. But he was sorry, bro. Okay. Some of the nicest food I've ever yeah, had in my life. It? And, bro, if it wasn't for right. him being part of the community and saying, yeah, let's just test mm. it. You want to try it? Like, yeah, why not? He's never known. Yeah, yeah. never known. Like, again, it's one of but the things I've never well, yeah. to try, but Litty, go on, go on. As well, yeah, I think there's something in being open to mm. kind of Absolutely. different cultures. Because yeah. I think if we were, obviously, I'm not, I'm not saying like us, like um, particularly, but yeah. in general, like if we were like in secondary school, mm. 
hardly oh, yeah. if we if someone said, Oh, right, let's go to East London <laughs> or, or or then no way, like no, you know what I mean? Yeah, it wouldn't it, <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think there's something in kind of being open enough to to try other other cuisines. Yeah, no, I think for me as well, um like like nowadays especially like for example, I really want to go to an Nigerian restaurant and mm. try mm. and go and actually go to the restaurant. But I guess now I'm lucky because my boyfriend's Nigerian, so it's cool. Mm. But before it would be, I don't have that many Nigerian friends. I'm honest, like I've only had Nigerian food in like intimate oh, settings. My half friends Nigerian, make me half Jamaican. Huh? Half Nigerian, half Jamaican. Who? Um, your boyfriend. No, he's, he's pretty um Nigerian. Nigerian. Oh, okay. I'll yeah, he's pretty Nigerian. But yeah. I've never had um. I've always had like maybe my friend might make me jollof rice or like sweet chicken, but okay. um, I would like to go to a Nigerian restaurant with a Nigerian person or someone that's yeah. kind of in the culture that can kind of explain yeah, to me, like, yeah. oh, this is what this is, this is how we eat it. But then it'll be like cool part of it, it's more immersive like that. You know what I mean? No, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's what was good about you know the Somali I mean? restaurant. Like arms pointed out or Ahmed pointed out everything, bro. Exactly. Said, what exactly. you want? How you're gonna eat it? Because it comes differently exactly. as well. Like the way you're supposed to, the etiquette is different, isn't it? Exactly. Of course. If you're yeah. just there on your yeah. own. You get you're not going to know you're going to yeah. order the basic food you're not really going to try like yeah, yeah, exactly. if you go to a community restaurant there's a, quite a date one in mm. Tottenham then it's quite popular actually with Congolese and non-Congolese alike but mm. you've got um, you've got a little food that, that I guess you know when you go to a restaurant you kind of get the bait stuff that everyone kind of gets yeah, right. yeah. you've got like kind of like the low key stuff your mum makes you know your auntie makes that you won't mm. get sold in the restaurant, but it's bang, it's yeah. soul food. Like, mm. then once, then you won't really know that unless you go with someone. That can say, yeah, try from this. There, or, you, or you go to someone's house and they cook it for you kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's yeah. what I want to try, like, for athletes, like, for the knees. Like, yeah. I don't think, I want to, I try, like, Senegalese in this country, I'd like to try. Mm. Ethiopia, I'd like to try as well. Um, like, a bit more. I've, I've only had it maybe two or three times. Um, what else is there? More like black people's food, isn't it? Because like, yeah, I try yeah. everywhere else. Mm. But like, you know, them other demographics you don't really see. Like, we see Nigerian, we see the Caribs. Even mm. like certain Caribbean groups, like St. Lucia and like some of the French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. All of them, don't forget, like, if you go to Caribbean restaurants, when you hear that word Caribbean restaurant, they usually mean mm. Jamaican. Like, they're Jamaican. Jamaican yeah. Or like, yeah, even so if you say that, um, like, a lot of the islands have similar foods, but it would be a completely different name, innit? So when you go in, yeah, you can yeah. tell, all right, cool. Like, this is specifically Jamaican. They've called it X, Y, Z. So this is Jamaican. These chefs or whatever's behind the counter are Jamaican mm. Jamaican people. So it's like yeah. Caribbean as a term is used to just mean Jamaican when you see Jamaican. it on the roads now. And there are different things out there, man. Like, the way yeah. they cook, you might like it mm. from, like, same way that they always argue about um, Ghanaian and Nigerian jollof, yeah? You might like um, the Caribbean dish like rice and peas from this island and you're not yeah. really feeling it when you get it from, from the other island like just the way it is or the way it's cooked or That's what it's added true, with yeah. so people think oh I don't like Caribbean food and it's like well you haven't really mm. tried Caribbean food because the they're only going to one one um, island yeah exactly like, it's true you know That's so true That's so yeah. true yeah. but talking about Caribbean spots sorry sorry talking about Caribbean spots Turtle Bay, yeah, 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 yeah. we need to oh, talk about Turtle Bay. I'm sorry. Have you been to Turtle Bay before? Been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there a few times. You're talking to Kenny. 
Oh, you in there? Well, there, there is one there, and then yeah, there, there, so. there's chains, isn't it? Well, you rate yeah, the, I think I you rate the food as, as being authentic what? in the Caribbean. No, I didn't soak it with my mouth. <laughs> I am, I'm, an honorary, I'm an honorary Jamaican, you know. Come this. on. Come on. me. Like, no, nah, no one goes there for the food, though. No, no, no. For, for the, the yeah, cocktails, they say, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, they yeah, advertise yeah, themselves. Yeah. I was disappointed. Like, there was a demographic of people that go there for the food, innit? And they say, cool, blind. Yeah. This is beautiful. This is... <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. thinking, bro, but this is what I'm saying. Oh it's 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 um it's almost kind of taking a snapshot of Caribbean food and then tailoring it to yeah um, your demographic that's to Caucasians essentially. Mm. I don't oh, think you know what I mean. No bluffing. I like that. Straight to the point. Caucasian. No, straight up. No, it is for real. Again, bro. <laughs> it is, man. One of it, to be honest, because Jamaican food, mm. that's like specifically Jamaican. Has become kind of commercialized, like yeah, yeah, yeah. to be honest. It's become one of those foods that, like, that people want to try and make it, add a little twist to it, make it more whatever. Mm. Which people do with food, like, that's, that's what that's what food is, that's what culture is. Like, you Ooh. take, you like a culture, you take mm. it. But then again, yeah. the history of white people taking black people's stuff and 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 twanging it and then selling that's it enough. on and, and yeah. making more money. You know what I mean? So I understand the undertones of it. Mm. There's a lot of restaurants that I've recently noticed, Jamaican ones, that mm. I've been going to thinking that these men were like authentic Jamaican restaurants, but Just. the people who own it, everything white. Yeah, like, there's a few in Camden, cotton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cotton. Well, oh, um, don't even get me started. Cotton. Guanabana, uh, I think, is the only one in Camden yeah. that I know that's authentic. Like, yeah. Oh, that's true, like, you know. Like, mm. Yeah, I feel like these are word truly, but um, mm. like, I think they're Trini. Yeah. I think they're tweeting. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, would, I, spoke that to, makes I spoke sense. to the chef and I spoke to the owner one time, just mm. made convo with them because I was like, like where are you lot from? Because mm. you banged. And the chef came to speak to me, a black man. He was like, yeah, I'm Caribbean, mm. but we're all from different places, but the owners are tweeting. And then they're telling me how, yeah, they're like, obviously, you know, you know, they're Indian. They look Indian. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. explaining things, but um, definitely culture and stuff not like the Indians that come and they kind of regain they still have Indian culture yeah. so it's very mm-hmm. nice to see that like yeah you lot are doing bits because mm. the food's really nice like really authentic tastes good but these other places like Cotton's have been around for time well, you yeah. didn't even know the whole situation yeah but while we're here um, that links on to obviously I don't want to ruin it for Kenny because I'm not going to say too much but one of the episodes what? of Smallax yeah um, oh. So love is, uh, oh, yeah, 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 so love yeah. Rock. Guys, please. No, no, it's not. It's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a twister. Or it's not a, 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 a what's it called? But you see Love is Rock, room. You know what? I've seen majority of it. Not all of it, oh. but it's, it's, yeah. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Basically, there's a point in it, yeah, where, um, basically, they're all, um, obviously, Jamaican, like, they're all Caribbean, they're all in a, a, a house rave, blah, blah, um, and obviously listening to music, lovers rock, blah blah. It's that whole um, house party scene, like or mm-hmm. the, the parties in your house sort of vibe. You pay a little entrance fee, like the old school thing you heard from your parents, isn't it? Long story mm-hmm. short, so they're all speaking with the accents, and it's all authentic, blah blah blah. And then one of them takes one of the chicks back to try and twang, to try and beat mm-hmm. to um, his workplace, isn't it? Because he can't find nowhere to beat. The house is ram out, and blah blah. So they go back to the workplace. And his boss walks in. The workplace is a um, a garage. His boss walks in. Oh, the white guy. Yeah, and he drops his accent oh, straight I away. I the I, I yeah, the, he drops his um, accent and he finds his accent in English. Yeah, and he starts speaking oh, straight English, um, English mm-hmm. accent. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry, boss. You know, I'm. Only, uh, 
And it reminded me that's how my dad is, isn't it, bro? That's how it was back in the day. Like you had to yeah, you had yeah, to drop yeah. the Caribbean stuff straight away or you're getting Perfect. you're getting twang. Yeah. You can't be talking about blood, come on man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah, sorry, yeah. boss, come on, mate. You know how it is gotta got a bit of a salt here. But you know what's interesting about that, yeah, to mm. me, is that particularly with the Caribbean diaspora who mm. like come from, you know, colonial places. Mm. Grown up in colonial structures, obviously overseas, mm. speak English very well. Like, yeah, you have yeah. an accent mm-hmm. but English. I always used to kind of like want to understand why there was that disdain of um, coast, like having the coast in that manner when, yeah, you have an accent, but you, just, you can really still understand what they were saying in comparison to Nigerian and Ghanaian diaspora groups who've been here kind of reached the same time and their accents are still thick and it's kind of like yeah whatever I always wondered why that was that, that, that it's interesting you say that you know it's very interesting you say that like I feel that like like with my pups for example it doesn't matter what what um, setting he's in his, his Nigerian accent is thick and he's been here for years yeah. like he's, he's fresh mm-hmm. you know what I mean Mm. And it's, it's and it's almost like with with, with Nigerians like we're we're very proud in it. We're very proud. Not to say that the Caribbeans are not necessarily proud from where they're from, mm. but I'm mm. just saying for Caribbean um for Nigerians, it's almost like they take pride in knowing that they're, that they're Nigerian, um, and they feel like there's a lot of um. Uh, there's just a lot of kind of richness that comes with the accent that comes with because I think I think I don't know I don't know the, the percentage but Nigerians in terms of like success rate of being um, doctors or, or just 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 um, being of a high stature in terms of career career wise and, and stuff like that mm. is. It's of uh, it's, it's it's taken it's taken very well. It's something that they take a lot of pride in, you know. I have a um, question. Yeah, cool. So, Akala did a thread on on something very similar to what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, mm. and I wanted to ask you. Yeah, so, obviously, we do know that a lot of um, certain diaspora groups who've come into the country, who've come to this country, have done quite well in terms of and by done well. I mean you know, being able to go to university, put their children through university, higher education and get, yeah. you know, kind of jobs there, like, you know, you know, white collar jobs, not white collar jobs, yeah. sorry, you know, lawyers, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, there's always like these this kind of stereotypes that come about, about, you know, well, not stereotypes, I guess if we're talking about statistics and we're talking about children in schools who are excluded um, or in verbal units, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I saw one statistic that said that the majority, not majority, but a high proportion of these students are students from Caribbean backgrounds. Now, one thing that I kind of think about sometimes, and I'll, I'll ask you about your opinion yeah. as well, is that, for example, with the Windrush community, when they came, mm-hmm. around the 1950s, was it? 1940s, 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 yeah, ni- yeah late, late 1940s, early 1950s, yeah, yeah when they came, these men weren't jobless either. These no, men, yeah, yeah. These men, 100%. These men were yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and 
when they came, I noticed that when I read like a lot of like information and books about their experience, they had the same kind of culture that the 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 latter blacks who came and migrated still like had, as in. Nah, man, you've got to be able to doctor, lawyer, this, but that's it. That's yeah, all the yeah. options you've got. You can't, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I, do you feel like it's because the Windrush community came earlier than the rest of us that it kind of, not dwindled, but I guess they became more integrated into the UK society. So they didn't, you know, as generations yeah. passed down. I think... Um, it, don't, it don't matter, but versus other diaspora groups who've come in the 80s and 90s and maybe they have that, that mentality that the first Windrush generation man had. Do you get yeah. it? But I think it was because it was broken out of them. So basically when they came, so mm. um, it's exactly what you said. So they had to pay for their own way in it. So the only ones that could come right. were those that are already earning Dunga over there. So these were mm-hmm. like, they were the, the upper class. They were the, the, the wealthy that were coming first. Mm. But then they were mm. made to do menial jobs. So they were coming mm. from being top of society. And then yeah. don't forget, they weren't even allowed to share housing with whites. They were put in mm. ex-bomb shelters and all them kind of things. Mm. And, and and left with rat infested and, and ram up with, with like five, six of you in a one bed and all these kind of things. And it just gets broken out of you. When you're then offered a job, I don't know, as a ticket inspector or, or this or that, can't really be saying no. No, of course. Like even as, yeah, even mm. as below you, or, or or it's something that you're well um, beyond. You've got a degree in all these things, and suddenly you're working below someone that barely finished secondary. Um, mm-hmm. You just get beaten out of you. And then by the time you get to like a bit older, the next generation, or, or semi, you skip semi a generation, like my dad's age. It's tight. My dad said how he was in school and. He was talking about all this stuff like oh like they ask you what you want to do oh i want to be a, a doctor or you say i want to be an engineer teacher will laugh in your face come on mate you're black yeah it's mad it's, it's mad like, yeah imagine yeah of course. imagine how soft we were in school and then there's someone you see as a fully grown adult telling that's you straight crazy. you better just adjust that <laughs> big man that's not yeah, your, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, your yeah, source yeah. you can't never mm. do that but what you can do you could be a plumber well we ran jogger we ran your kind so plumber, electrician mechanic and obviously yeah boom he's a mechanic like obviously he made he made the best of cards he was dealt but had you been around in later on where they have to hold their tongue couldn't say that as openly maybe you would have maybe you would have gone a bit further maybe you would have leaned a bit more into something else but it's tight bruv it's mad it's it's really mad and it's really mad I feel like there was a little bit of, I guess, understandably, there is a little bit of kind of like miscommunication, misunderstanding between like different, you know, black groups in the UK. Mm. And I think um, that comes from loads of different things, like one group coming much earlier than the other, being more established. And also, if you're, if you, you've got five, six generations, someone's mum's 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 mum's, all of you mum born in, in, you know, yeah. You do become British. Your, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your, you know, your accent changes. Your, your mindset changes. Everything changes. Mm. Versus someone like me, who my mum wasn't born here. Mum yeah. came here; she was twenty-one. Yeah, so it's yeah. like her now having um, communication with someone who's same age, Caribbean. Mum was born. She was born here, and her mum was born here. Mm-hmm. Maybe her nanny was born here. Like it's all like you know culture. That's culture a funny thing you culture. say that. Actually, I wanna I wanna speak on that quick because that's a big thing everywhere. So here. 
and it's even bigger in in the in the, in the states. So obviously, my family yeah. moved there as well. So half came here, half went there, and yeah. they don't see themselves. So the, the the Black Caribbeans don't see themselves as equivalent to the Black Americans, African Americans, and, and, and Black Caribbeans. Um, they're not seeing themselves as on the same. They think what them uh, African Americans can get away with, and what them man do, they'll be bringing yourself to be doing that. Remember, like you right. see where they were talking about um, when you go to your friend's house here. Don't think you could talk mm. to me how they talk to them. I'm in it. Don't don't let them confuse mm. you. <laughs> so that's how they deal with them over there, which is a bit mad. Mm. And it's similar to here. A lot of like you can tell sort of thing when someone's three, four generations in to when course, they're fresh, even from the Caribbean. But then now mm. you're even seeing it. You're starting to see it with people from um, like African countries. So Nigerians are a few yeah. generations in, and Ghanaians a few generations in. Yeah, they're moving a bit different to how Absolutely. you how you remember them being so how they oh, were in cool. school days where mm-hmm. they were first generation and they were hearing this that, and the other and they were always wearing so they would come in in in, in proper shoes bro everyone else is like break the rules no 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 trainers forget that mum bought me mum bought me these bro that's all i got yeah. wearing these they catch me they catch me these men were coming in proper church shoes polish <laughs> and it's like polish. but now nah, that's that's all gone like that's what is so different for us as well for our generation. Mm. And we have like even Rem, like come on, old man. You know, all of us <laughs> oh, have kids and stuff. Mm. It's always gonna be a thing. People move to migrate, people move around the world. Yeah. I think yeah. that um often Dominic the other day, um, I sent him this link about a review about some of the films. Mm. Um oh. you know, one was what was it? One was the Leroy Logan movie, the other one was what was it? Well, I think they were talking about small acts from there. They were talking yeah. about... They were talking about the small acts films um, yeah. on the link. So obviously there's five of them. Um, and he just went through each of them. I think it's five. Anyway, there's like five. They went through them individually. And he basically said how they're feeling on them, um, what they learned from them. And um, they had stuff four, like Caribbean, four Caribbean yeah, people. Yeah, it's Caribbean like people from people around the world. Been doing, doing bits. Uh, I think one, one from like St. Lucia, one was yeah. like one Finney. Uh, loads of places, um, and they were just saying next to how they feel. I'll tell it to you. So saying next to how it made them feel growing up as well. Like yeah. they are a bit older, so talking about their their personal experiences, how it resonated with them, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just telling Dominic how, yeah, tight man. Like the UK is or has always been a hostile environment. Yeah, I hate how they're now introducing it as if say it's, it's a new thing and, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's, a, it's a new phenomenon. The UK has always been a hostile environment. It's really mm. like sad. And that's something that, to speak um, on though, because I think that's part of it. Because it's like perspective. Because don't forget, so like yeah. what I've heard from my parents is a mazine. So like what they went through as kids yeah, yeah. And, and what they saw their mum and dad have to grow through was mad. Mm. But if you're two, three generations in, you're of a, an era where, oh, you can't say that to black people and the white people always nice to me and they never call me names and this, exactly. that and that. So Britain's been great for you. Like all the yeah, stories you've you, heard is Britain was always accepting of black people and it's all it's all in the past and all uh, that. But for me, it's not even that long ago. My mum's day, she was getting this, that and the other. My dad's day, you get the odd chase from NF and all these and kind of things. And like, so it's that perspective. If you were born maybe 10, 20 years after my dad, things might have been calm. Like you might see Britain mm. as a completely different place and we could be in mm. the same year in school. Your mum had you a bit yeah. later and mine a bit um, earlier and it could all merge up that we're in the same year, but with completely yeah. different views on how the UK is because of what we heard at home. Mm-hmm. And even if you even 
like we're even lucky that our family's stories were even ones where they had a support network. What about the what the mm. kids who had a single parent or yeah. some of those yeah. Yeah. or orphans yeah. had to come into a UK orphanage, bro, yeah. as a as yeah. a Caribbean a black youth. Bam, some of the stories uh, I, I'm hearing is like, bro. you know, like this bro. is real, real tragic, mm-hmm. and yeah. like it's just really shit to know that it's been hostile then, it's still hostile now. Mm. Um, migration policy, it's all bad. Like the whole thing was like the Hong Kong thing, how they've extended, you know, all these Hong Kong, these citizens from Hong Kong to be able to come yeah. to the UK and get citizenship. But your own people, bro. Oh, like God. the whole window of people then, it's just, I feel like sometimes you, you, you can only look at these things and think, yeah, these men are doing it on purpose. Like they really don't care about yeah. these. It's mad on the politics thing. But even so, I want to talk about that as well. Once my situation is sorted, we'll come on and do a full overview of how this whole Please. saga yeah. ran through. Because, bro, you heard a lot of the stuff that was going in, you'd, you'd lose your head, bro. Like, how it's all transpired is nutty. And so, mm. it's all mad. Um, but even, I don't know if you heard of, so I don't know if it's still happening, probably not. No, I don't think it's happening anymore. But basically, in like the 60s, the 70s sort of thing, um, there was a common thing where nigerians would send their kids to the uk like and they would make them they would let them live with white families but it was to give them oh, the opportunity well, to, a, that's a, what a, a um, farming for. farming was about yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's it called farming is that film farming farming you know yeah, what, yeah the one with yeah. damson interest yeah oh i didn't i didn't see that but yeah so it was, yeah it was watch a it that's a, yeah and yeah. imagine the trauma that they've they've imagine. suffered through because don't forget not all trauma yeah. has to be um intentional so of course, i think a lot of, of times that's something that's um that's like misunderstood like people hear the word trauma and you assume that the parent was just humping the kid in the face and well, it's like yeah it doesn't have to be it yeah. can just be oh i don't like your hair Being like out, that out, like you have to straighten it, it otherwise yeah. it of can be a lot of subtle things over repeat. yeah microaggressions yeah. can also yeah. work out as trauma and can be traumatizing and so it's sad man yeah it's it's, it's tight bro it's really sad because even when, like, even when, for example, like I see people in my community, like Congolese community, who mm. are maybe in their late thirties now, mm. uh, maybe between yeah thirty-five to like early forties, and I speak to some of them about their experiences, and I think you, people, yeah, as Dom is saying, people think trauma is yeah, beating up or being sexually assaulted or being, but trauma can just be like having to learn, you know. A new language very fast, and mm. or even having like a learning disability, and then coming to a yeah. new country, being an outsider. The education system in this country is very flawed, and if you speak a different language, they can put you in bottom set. They'll put you in. They'll put you in bottom yeah. set. Because they're just, yeah, you, you're dumb. When really uh, you might have a little bit of something. Like you might have dyslexia, above. You might have so hearing hearing people's perspective of saying, yeah, "I had dyslexia, but they put me in bottom set for everything." But I was a smart youth. Like it only took. For my dad or my uncle to come and say to his teachers, bro, like and advocate for assess, you, assess him again. Mm. Yes, for him to get opportunities or for him to even get like that little leg up that would allow him to take a higher exam table to actually get grades to go. You know, like it's, yeah. it's crazy to see some of these traumatic situations of kids in school, these institutions, and the institutions just totally against you, but they normalize the fuck with you. So yeah, you feel yeah. like it's almost like they're just like your trauma. It's like, well, like I should mm. be seen this way, but really. 
But it's like also you think about how many people didn't bust case. Like even hear people like yeah. Carla and that that were put into special um special needs classes. Yeah. And you're thinking, what would he have become if he was left there? If he didn't have his mom come and ride yeah. out? Yeah. yeah like could he have still been the Akala we know? Like mm. maybe not. So how many people were left? Yeah, yeah. And how many people did it go left for? How many people that parents just thought, well, the the, the teachers know they're hired for this, mm. they're educated, they wouldn't make a mistake mm. like this, and just left their kids in there to to fester. Okay. It's crazy. It's sad, bro. When you start thinking about like that, it's sad, man. It's crazy. So I always think about this, and this is always is what kind of like has always made me want to homeschool my children. Mm. Like it's always been like a big push for me. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I think the education system in this country has changed a lot. Mm. Um, and it's it's we've got a lot of people like campaigning, advocating for things. People are more woke. We've got more black teachers in the force, the workforce, mm. um, compared to before. So some things that you know some kids are dealing with before, not dealing with now. But when you look at the system intrinsically, like even when we looked at, for example, during lockdown when it was the um, a level, is it was the A level or GCSE results? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And in 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 boroughs and areas where it was more affluent, more wealthy, there it, the trend was going that the kids in those schools were getting higher um, report, like predicted yeah. grades. Whereas okay. in other boroughs like Tower Hamlet, where mm. then low, their their predicted grades were so bad, like you literally blocked from like people going uni, you know, like yeah. you know what I mean, and so. Yeah, you just block. It's very easy for if someone that go uni, what else do they do? Like if they don't have parents to have the understanding about calling them, these are the options, or if you don't know what the options are, it's very easy for your life to just go to a different direction. Mm. And little things like that, and having people campaign and protest so that you know those grades wouldn't be count, like those predicted grades wouldn't be counted. But it, luckily they, they weren't. Yeah. But. I just find that in a, in a state, in this country where we live in, it's like, if you've got money, money runs everything. Oh, yeah, 100%. Money talks. Like, yeah. yeah, man, it's just, it's tight because the UK is hostile. Trust. It's more ways than one. More ways than one. Well, since we're already here, we're like, balls deep in this. May as well do a semi-little short thing. Um, I just want to know you guys' quick views on this, innit? So, I watched um, Azizi Mills' interview the other day. And um, she had two two um, black police officers on there, innit? Oh my god! And, um, yes, I watched that. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was it was eye opening. Still, I can't lie because what she said, what one of the officers said, the female officer, she said. Um, so he basically asked her, "Do you feel like a traitor, like for being mm. part of the, being part of the police?" Mm. She said, mm. "If we all leave, what does the police look like? And would you rather it looked like that than like this?" And well. <laughs> you have to stop and pause and think because point. if the Met is completely white it's not any better it's definitely not going to be better than it is now no with a couple of black faces if they go completely white our, our position uh. doesn't improve at all so I agree mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be all of us we don't all need to be there but we have to keep a couple mm-hmm. in there we have to have at least mm. a couple of black people in there to you know I mean to dilute this so while the rest of us are fighting on the outside we have to have a couple of people that are so inclined to yeah. be doing the fight on the inside as well. Well, I just want to know what you guys think. Do you, would you rather they dipped? Would you? How do you feel about black officers? How do you feel about the whole? Situation? I mean, my issue, my my personal opinion on police officers is that, um, I guess, 
with police, they're not supposed to stop crime. Like yeah. they they weren't they weren't mandated to do that. Do you know what mm. I mean? And so, um, they're there to catch criminals. Yes, yeah. So for me, it's like I would prefer there to be more black faces mm. in that force, um, where if they can change the the kind of the, the tactic of how they operate within their own communities, mm. it would be more beneficial to have more black faces in certain communities that are more black mm. or. You know, you always need a representative of every group because you're not just white. Mm. So I think to agree with her, yeah, I would. But not every skin folk is kin folk at the same time. Oh, yeah, 100%. So you do have black people in the force, but they're sometimes even worse than the white man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think having people who, I guess, have that same intention of, you know, helping your your actual community, yeah, fantastic. But mm. Just having more black faces, does that necessarily mean like it's going to be better? I don't know. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Because the, the whole the whole force, the whole system as it is, isn't really good. So yeah, yeah. I'm a bit. I'm fifty fifty, but I guess I'm more inclined to appreciate more black people in in yeah in the police force than not. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we have to find a way to to monitor them at the same time, ensure they yeah, that's do what they're supposed to be doing. Um, not yeah, and they have to be getting to positions. Mm. And, there's, and it's, it was two black feds versus two white feds. Mm. I would be a little bit more comfortable with the two black feds. I feel like there could be something there that we could relate on. You know, like you just have a bit of that. Like, yeah, sometimes. It, could, it might not be too bad, you know. Mm. But also a black fed where it's I'm, a bit... I'm already setting myself up for misunderstanding because I just know yeah. it's going quick. So, yeah. It was a black fed mm. that try and do this whole they're immediately your friend sort of thing. Like they forget Aww. what's going on here. And they're Don't talking about, boy, I know mm. we all burn a little spliff and that. Come on, you got something. Oh, no, bro, on, what are we doing it? Like, you're rattling the whole thing. Like, we're not friends, oh, number one. <laughs> number two, you're a metropolitan <laughs> police officer talking about, Literally. I know you got some weed on you. Like, I'm just going to go, yeah, Dave, come on, here it is. Like, what are we doing? Like, don't do this. So they get too yeah. familiar because they think you're black, I'm black, we're mates. So sometimes it could be even worse when you get the black officer. They try and do a little acting oh, team. And sometimes it's tight because it's one black officer, one white officer, and a white officer tells the black guy to talk to you because he thinks you'll be able to build a rapport. So then it's I, like, hate, I hate stuff like this. We're just like, what's this? Like, you know when you're, <laughs> you might be with your boyfriend or something and then you just get dumped mm-hmm. with the girlfriend of, of his friend. And it's like, you yeah, have nothing in common. But it's like, <laughs> they're doing their things. They're like, you look both females. Talk about lashes or that. You hear me? Yeah. So it's like, it's like they do that with black people and black officers, bro. And it's like, this is the worst. I do not it like this guy. The time, don't everywhere. like the way he's talking. Like, what are we doing? Just search me. I don't like all this free atrix. You're searching me, then search I think me. That would stop. I think that would stop with more black people in the force because mm. it would become less about that one black person being the gatekeeper for blackness yeah. in the force. Versus, all right, cool, there's more of you, man. I'm actually having more of a work rapport with more of you, man. Just, I feel so comfortable I talking tell, to you. Yeah I, I, yeah, I don't need to tell you to go talk to that to the black corner. I can do <laughs> that. I'm actually around you lot more. Mm. Yeah. I, I think, it. I think like, um, obviously, the, even even the poem that, that I performed at, at, at Kenny's show, um, that, that was very poignant for me, like, in terms of, seeing a black uh, police officer um, and then kind of thinking, oh, yeah, like he must he must still be kind of black on the inside. <laughs> but yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's not. <laughs> it's like, 
any sort of cultural reference has gone out the window. So mm. it's like he's almost like the the body of a black man and the physique of like all 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 women, sorry. Yeah. Um but you know, the the, the, the cultural references, the mm. anything that you can connect to is gone. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's very it's it's that that says a lot in terms of what what we all see um of like black police officers. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of wanting maybe like they had good intentions of joining yeah. but the force is so strong it's like a wave like you want yeah. yes. to go in there you, you, and you're going against the, you can't you could like you one can't you can't beat the system like that you yeah. can't do that it's almost impossible like literally I so, that's what I was think. I think like we have to change the way we're looking at black officers as they're not gonna change the Met but they can help us dodge a couple shots. So it's always going to be on yeah. us on yeah. the side to break the system. But they yeah. can they can delay enough that they're saving some of us in the same regard. So I have a question for you. Sorry, Dominic. Oh, go on, go on. For you two that watched it, mm. did they say, you said just later after your point, but I just wanted to know if they addressed why they wanted to be police officers in the first place. So yeah. Why they wanted uh, what? Why they wanted what? Black why they, why, they, why they wanted to be police officers in the first place? What was their intention? Like oh, their oh yeah. So they were essentially saying, um, it was kind of like cliche, but uh, it makes sense. They were just saying that growing up, they saw the same stuff that a lot of people in the area were seeing, the, the crime and whatever, and they wanted to find a way to, to, to help, like to put a solution to it. So mm. they signed up to the Met. Um, fair enough, I guess. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, it, it made sense. Um, but I don't know, man. It's they even say like, yeah, you. It's a life choice, isn't it? So people don't want to talk to you at times. I mean, you have certain rifts with certain relatives and old friends that can't. They want to deal with you, and yeah, it gets. Yeah, it gets a, a certain type of way in it. But it's, yeah, they said they're happy with their choice. Um, and whatnot. But what I was going to say was just adding on to Rem's point. So if you saw mm. um, the Small Axe film about um, Leroy Logan, that was interesting yeah. as well to see that perspective of he was just doing pure Caribbean stuff. When the uniform's not mm. on, they're having Sunday dinner all together as a family, the, mm. the, 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 the rice and peas, chicken, and get me the, the sorrel and all them things there. So it's outside the uniform, he was any other Caribbean guy. Mm. Like exactly the same issues out of uniform with the race, or even in uniform, in fact, with racism and this mm-hmm. and that, and being um, held mm-hmm. back and prevented for um, promotions and all this because the color of your skin. Wow. But then, obviously, on the street, he also took flack from black people. Like, oh, like, wow. why are you why are you working with Babylon and blah blah. Oh my blah. god! Hey, so imagine it was. Wow. It was also strength. madness, yeah. The mental strength, and mm. it's a tight one because also, sh- oh yeah, end up ruining it. But yeah, it shows a lot of where he had to, he had to make compromises, and he had to try and find a way to settle that with himself. So he had to know yeah. where his line was, but he also had to be yeah. pragmatic and realize that, yeah, I mean, me one can't stop everything overnight in it. So some things I'm gonna have to let run that mm. shouldn't be running, but mm. I can't. I can't do everything today in it. How long was he a police officer for? 
years, I think like 20 years or something. He, um, wow. he was instrumental in the um, report that came after the Damalona Taylor um, killing about oh, wow. how the police handled that. Um, mm. And he's been instrumental in a couple of others. He got all the way up to superintendent. Um, yeah, yeah. So he was he was right up there, and he, he I think he left after the Olympics, maybe a bit later. Wow. Than that. Okay. But he worked the Olympics. Maybe it was later than that. But he worked the Olympics, and um, yeah, so he was around for a while. Like all of our childhood. We need, he was people, we need people like that though in in them high positions in these type of institutions. We need more people like that in 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 that rank. Mm. In these type of institutions, because think, we I do think, need people to like people who are who have it in to see and tell us, okay, this is how it works, you know. Mm. No, I think like, it's mad though because what, don't forget they had the Black mm. Police Association, and there was a lot yes. of high-ranking Black people, but they were never put to the forefront. Don't forget to hid them away because back then, even though people like to say, "Oh, it was great then and post-racist era and all that," they didn't want no. that separation. They want they didn't want the public to know that black officers needed a separate union sort of thing to feel safe within the Met in it. So they hid the BPA away, the Black Police Association away. But they were they were huge. Like I remember I went to one of their conferences. They went up to um Scotland, went to Holyrood, um wow. and we did something up there with them. But then we went down to they had um the end of year conference in South Bank Center. And we were on stage there just talking um for the youth group that was part of but like it was huge, so many black officers from all over the country, That's crazy. and obviously varying ranks and uh, influence and blah blah blah. Had they have sent those kind of officers into um, inner city schools, my kind of school, it would mm. be very different, innit? When you're sending James and that, where are you from? Oh, Hertfordshire. What? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You don't know nothing about what it's like to grow up in Kenishtan. so you it's can't true. tell me nothing about. What your child your child is completely different. You're talking about running around with sheep and, and this and that. Bro, <laughs> I know man that run around gun right now. We're different. Mm-hmm. It's not the mm-hmm. same <laughs> it's not the same impact. You can't connect with me. And I don't want to connect with you now. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's almost like they wanted it to be fractions. Yeah, they wanted it to be all mm-hmm. messed up. Like they didn't want us to find a connection and, and work things out. They wanted the hostility, they wanted the area to be I amazing. I agree. Also, that way, we do only make up four percent of the whole UK population. Oh yeah, yeah. so well, a lot more for them, in for them to have, yeah, a lot more in London. But for them to have actually wanted to make a difference, it would have to be really like the, the intent would have had to be there. They had, it would have to be really like you know systematic. Mm. It, it wasn't, yeah, it was yeah, because you know because of that reason, I think. Yeah, it's um, true. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm gonna have to um, shoot off now. You know, no, no, it's but, um, anyway. Let me, yeah. Obviously, out. when you it's listen back, yeah. then yeah, you know that's all good, man. Obviously, yeah. Let us know, low, yeah. Let me know how, how it sounds in it, and then we can take it from there, man. Come on, no problem. Um, but yeah, guys, Come in on. a bit, man. Say that, man. Love you, love you. Yeah. Right. Enjoy, love, love, guys. Ciao, love, ciao. Love. All right, peace. Bye. Bye.